Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, Commanders fans? Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and any other Happy Kwanzaa, whatever else that you're celebrating, and Happy New Year's Eve. Welcome back. It's Believe in Commanders. We've been away. For a while, it's been obviously the you know, holidays and Christmas break and whatnot, but we're finally getting connected once again with my man Brian Murphy all the way in ATL. Brian, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. You might hear some uh, craziness in the background. Everybody's just ready for 2022 to come to an end. I know we're, we're recording on New Year's Eve. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but all things considered, Christmas was great. Like you said, we took a little Christmas break, but it's nice to be back for one last show before we turn over the calendar. It's crazy that 23 is already here. I tell you, the whole year flew by in my yeah. eyes. I mean, it's whenever you fo- and I always tell people this, whenever you're focusing like week by week, uh, things go extremely quick. When you're looking long distance, it's like, man, it's never going to get here. And next thing you know, you turn around and like, boom, Christmas is here. But one thing that is for sure, one thing that has been consistent is that Bet Online has been our sponsor uh, throughout this whole time. We appreciate them. But Brian, tell them about Bet Online. Yeah, that's right. Bet online is awesome. We will talk about our picks later on, AAA parlay, all that good stuff. Uh, but Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL, the rest of the bowl games, and even esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. You got to go check them out, see what contests are going. A lot of them are free, so go go check those out. We're, they're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo co- code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. And don't forget that BetOnline, that's where the game starts. Yes, indeed. It's where the game starts and uh, flew back yesterday. We flew southwest. Didn't have any delays, fortunately. Uh, Sorry for anybody else who did go through that uh, travesty, uh, but hopefully you made it home safely. Um, But when I got back, I saw the end of that Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. It was it was Pitt versus UCLA. And that kicker for Pitt made this. He made his fifth field goal into the wind to win the game. It was amazing. I would have been. I would have loved to see what the odds were on that game yeah. on Bet Online. Uh, but I know it was exciting. But let me ask you this real quick. While we have a quick second, what are your plans for New Year's Eve? Do you have any plans? Well, it, it revolves around bowl games. Actually, we're we're going over to a friend's house, and we are going to have the college football playoff on the TV. I think there's a good game going on right now as we're recording this, so we'll see what's do, going on in the afternoon. But then it's just all about the college football playoff. Uh, hopefully, the uh, late game between Georgia and Ohio State wraps up in time to see the ball drop. But it's really it's college football. It's watching the ball drop, and it's gearing up for a big NFL Sunday. What about you guys? Um, since we just got back in town, I ain't doing nothing. Oh, I, 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 I plan on being – I'm not going to see the ball drop. Generally what I do, and when I see that sucker tick down at 11 o'clock in Texas and it's East Coast 12, I'm like, happy New it. Year, y'all. Yeah. And I, I, I shut it down. There's nothing else for me um, after, you know, 11 o'clock to stay up for. And hell, I seen a meme that said, if you see somebody over 40 – up past 9 p.m., just understand they took a nap that day. So <laughs> that's probably where I'm going to be. Uh, take a little nap, a little cat nap, and then get it going. But let's just get into this. Let's go to some news and notes around the league. One of the biggest things that happened, there's a legend who is hanging up his hat. He's hanging up the cleats. J.J. Watt announced his retirement. He's saying yeah. he's uh, retiring at the end of the season. 
Yeah. I uh, I was kind of surprised to to see that. I kind of like that he didn't make it a whole fanfare thing, like a season-long thing. He kind of gave the notice with a couple weeks left. So these last couple of games are going to be fun. I, I got to think that they're going to get him the football some sort of way on offense. He scored touchdowns on offense in the past. Uh, but just an all-time dominant guy. And it was so fun. You know, we, we think back to, like, all-time names, like, you know, Reggie White and Lawrence Taylor, guys on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, that those they're going back 30 years ago now. But it's incredible now that J.J. Watt's going to be one of those guys moving forward. And we got to watch him over these last 10 years just absolutely dominate. He's always been one of my favorite players to watch. He's always been out there, you know, the bloody nose every now and then, just wreaking havoc. Um, it'll be sad to see him go, but I'm excited to see what he goes on and does after this. I know he's got a brand new child. I know he's always been uh, in doing community work. You might know more about that being in, in Texas, being a little bit closer to it. But I know he's a former Walter Payton Man of the Year winner. So he's got a whole lifetime after football. But man, NFL is going to be a little bit different without big number 99 out there. It definitely will. I know quarterbacks are very thankful that he's yes. going to go ahead and hang them up. And, and I can say I saw I saw some on Instagram. Um, they posted, you know, the, the Texans Facebook feed back when they drafted J.J. Watt. A majority of those like 10 or 15 comments were just like boos. And they were thumbs mm -hmm. down. They hated it. And this guy is probably going to have his number retired for that organization. I would see that. I could see that being a thing. Um, yeah. But got to gotta say hats off to him. Congratulations on a hell of a career. And I think it's going to be special that he's going to get to enjoy all of the time with his new baby um yep. you know shoot I, I didn't have kids until after i was well done playing and i and i can appreciate that i appreciate being able to be around them uh daily uh, even though they get on my nerves and i do have a few more gray hairs now uh <laughs> it's it's something special to be able to to enjoy that time with your kids as you hear them in the background right now um it's a special thing to be there especially knowing that you've lived out of a suitcase for all these years, training camp. And he, I mean, the, the guy would go up to Montana with no internet, no TV, just to start working out and training for the season. You don't, you can't do that when you have kids. So congrats to him. Uh, very special to see that happen. But speaking of kids, there's one thing that I did over the break. This is just jumping into this. Took my family to Commander's yeah. Park. Yeah, we. So you you had mentioned, I think, on the the pre Christmas episode that you were heading up to Maryland, and then all of a sudden, I get a text from you that you're heading to the facility. And I'm like, that's got to mean the facility. And the next thing I know, I'm getting a picture of, of your sons at the desk at the commander's facility. What was that like? How did that come about? That had to be awesome. Well, it was awesome. And I got to give a shout out to Tim Hightower, who's taken on a new position uh, with the team. It's kind of an alumni relations. He's He's been put out there to kind of get the old guys back into the fold and, and make them more uh, a part of the organization. And I can truly say I told this uh, to John Radke. He's the director of the facilities there who gave us the tour. I asked him, I was like, I like I get the feeling that in the past you wouldn't just welcome a former player in here. And he, and he kind of gave me a you know, a little confirmation like, yeah, that, that isn't it. And Coach Ron Rivera has done a great job of making that facility more family oriented. I mean, his dogs will be up there. Like, it's 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 definitely a welcoming feeling when you walk in there. Um, so for all the commanders, and I've been holding on to this because I've wanted to say it since I got to do it. Everybody's been asking for pictures. That place is in is in good condition. Number one. All right. The way that Coach Rivera has had an impact as is, is, is good. That when you look on the commander's website and you click on front office and you click on all the staff, just scroll down. You're going to see so many different colors. You're going to see so many different faces, male, female, black, white, Asian, all 
all on that page. And it's so good to see that and see that they're so much more inclusive. Uh, one of the biggest things that, I, that we went to the cafeteria, uh, we asked them, can everybody eat down here? And they said, yes, everybody can eat down in the cafeteria. And y'all may, may underestimate that. But in the past, it used to be only football staff could go down there and get food. So you would have media interns who would have to go and bring their own food or go out to eat. But I'm like, you got chefs down there making, there's ample food, feed everybody. So I'm happy to see that that Coach Rivera has made those changes. Um, the place is in good condition. I mean, they've done extensive renovations. Um, look, everything is in good is in a good place. I know everybody's focusing on one person right now. We don't even have to worry about that. That's something that's outside of our control. But inside of that building, it's in good condition. Um, the culture is good. They've got things moving in the right direction. And, and it gave me chills. It gave me chills to see my kids walk out of the tunnel that I went down to the field. And frankly, I was like, shoot, man, I might get, get y'all 20 plays a day, man. I might get a couple of routes. But, um, yeah, it was it was exciting to see a few old faces. And uh, it, was, it was definitely a, a good experience. And uh, next time I'll have to make sure I plan to go to a game. Man, that, that is so awesome to hear. I'm just sitting back listening as a fan because that is so encouraging to hear, like you mentioned. Like we knew what you know Ron Rivera wanted to do. We knew what Jason Wright wanted to come in and do for this organization. And to hear it, you know, now a couple of years later, actually, you know, bearing fruits from that is so cool to hear. And that's so refreshing to hear. So I, I really am excited uh to hear that. I was kind of curious what your thoughts might be if you saw behind the scenes, but it seems like you know. Football obviously is is the important thing. They're there to win games, but the fact that Ron Rivera has completely helped to change the culture and it hasn't just been Ron Rivera, like I said, Jason Wright and some other folks as well. But it seems like they really have turned over a new leaf in the culture and you know, sale of the team down the line, all that. You, I, I feel like fans can be confident that they're moving in the right direction in terms of being adults for a change because it, it didn't seem like it was like that you know even yeah. as recent as a few years ago i could i could say that being in that building i could see why terry would be willing to resign mm, you know that's I, good i think you're going to be word. able to keep guys in the building to be able to attract you know free agents and yes the on-field performance has to has to match what you're trying to bring in but if i if i was a free agent and i came around i'd be like wow this, this place does I kind of like the feel about it. I like the vibe. Forget what everybody else was saying. This is a good place to be. I mean, you got young players that are talented and you got guys that want to resign for once. This is it. The place is in a good, is, is, is in a good place. And I think they're going to move forward uh, doing really well. And I think it's good. Definitely need to start on Sunday. Definitely yeah. need to start on Sunday. Commanders play host to the Browns. Yeah. Well, it's been a long couple of weeks. The The commanders have not won a game since November 27th. I, I had to double check that that was correct, but that was the Falcons game. Mm. Since then, it's been uh tie versus the Giants by week, oh, yeah. loss to the Giants, loss to the 49ers. So all that being said, the commanders hold a playoff spot as we sit here right now on December 31st, 2022. And it's down to these last two games. It starts with them hosting the Browns on Sunday. And, you know, things could continue to go their way, all that kind of stuff. But it, you got to win is what it that's, comes that's down it. to. That's it. That's it. I mean, there's 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 ways that they can get in. And the first one is get a W. You got to mm -hmm. win. Uh, and I think that they can do that against this Browns team. I mean, I've I've been, you know, 
you didn't know what to expect whenever uh, Deshaun Watson stepped into the fold and see how that team was going to go in. And frankly, I guess they're, they're having their same bumps and lumps that you would expect to have a guy who hadn't played football in over well over a year uh, with a new team and finally getting out there on the field. So they've had their struggles, uh, but they're definitely not somebody to take lightly. They got a lot of star players uh, that can really hurt you. But I, I think that this is definitely a game that being inspired and knowing that they have something to play for uh, this mm-hmm. late in the year, uh, it should be it should be a good performance for this team. I really really hope that they can show up and show out, um, and and one stop that run, and then two keep Miles Garrett off of Carson Wentz. Yep, that you you uh, highlighted the first two things, and they are two guys: is Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb. I think those are the you got to be your focal points. Obviously, you mentioned Deshaun Watson is you know rusty, but he's a solid quarterback. They have Amari Cooper, but. What the Browns like to do is just hit the quarterback and run the football hard, and and you got to be ready for that. I, I like that the Commanders, um, you know, that they've done pretty well overall against the run. They have been gassed from time to time. We didn't talk about the 49ers game where they let off a, a big 71 yard run, but they got to limit that. They got to limit this running game if they want to be successful. And like you said, they got to keep Carson Wentz upright. Uh, with with him not being as mobile as Taylor Heineke, that's definitely going to be a change as they make a change to quarterback. I mean, we're kind of, we got to talk about that as well, but yeah, those are the two main things for me too. It's pretty simple. And you said playing inspired They're They're honoring the hogs. They're unveiling what looks to be a, a pig mascot, which is going to be a, uh, I think cool kind of nod to the past that that'll be good for new and old fans alike. And so if you can't be inspired with, with, uh, with this, this weekend, uh, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So you got to hope that the commanders come out there fired up, ready to, to take down the Browns here. Absolutely. And they, they actually just made a roster move. Saw it earlier. They, they elevated uh, David Bada off of the okay. practice squad to release Daniel Wise. So uh, you got a fresh body on the defensive line moving in there. Bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. Looking for right. a couple of sacks from him. I know that that's got to be trademarked. My goodness. Yeah. That ain't on a shirt somewhere. Uh, put it on a shirt. But David Bada is going to be joining that team. Um, and I can say I was excited to see Chase Young out there on the field mm-hmm. um, in some walkthrough, in the walkthrough saying they only let you stay out there so long now. They kick everybody off the field, um, even if you are a former player. Um, so they uh, – Chase Young was out there. I think they're going to be looking good. The receivers were looking good, running some good routes. They're going to have some tough matchups. I mean, Denzel Ward's a talented quarterback and cornerback. I'm sorry, uh, Greedy Williams. Uh, so there's, there's some players on that defense. I, I think yeah. on paper the Browns are like one of those teams like, man, they really should be. They should be up here. Uh, but they, they they haven't met that level. Uh, they haven't risen to that level of, uh, of expectation just yet. So, you know, I don't know. Um, all in all, it's just got to be a W. I don't yeah. have much else to say about it. I don't really need to go break anything down. Find no. a way to win. You yeah. got two weeks left. All right. Find a way to win both of these games, ideally. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and you're right. Chase Young coming back, playing in front of the home crowd. Like that's got to juice the fans up. That's got to juice him up. Uh, there, there are so many things that it's leaning the commander's way. Now you got to go do it. It, it. You're, you know, back against the wall. We've said several times throughout this season, they've played with house money. They're playing with house money now. They have not played well over this last month. And it doesn't matter because all you got to do now is win these last two and you're still in the playoffs. So you can throw November or December out out the window if you're able to get these last two wins and get into the playoffs because it doesn't matter anymore. So, yeah, really, it's not really for me. Obviously, for the teams, it's an X's and O's thing, but it's a go be better than a team that has struggled all year long. Go be better than them. Go get it. Get the job done and set yourself up to be in the playoffs. It's that simple. 
Yes, indeed. And and like we mentioned earlier, we know that Carson Wentz is going to start. Mm-hmm. He's going to he's got he's gotten the keys handed back over to him. And and you mentioned I never really thought about it since way back and just just after Thanksgiving was the last time they won a game because um, that bye week's in there and they had that tie. So you didn't you know, they hadn't been that many losses, but they just haven't played as many games and they had a tie. So um, going back to Wentz, I think I, I feel like it was something that they had those conversations a ways a while back. I, I think mm-hmm. they. Had to start to think about that, but they couldn't pull uh, Taylor, you know, just because because of a tie. And then after the bye, you know, I don't think they could have just made those decisions there. Um, But Carson's getting back in there. He's going to be able to start. And for what it's worth, the team, the 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 people around him, they're in a much better position than they were when he first started the season. Would you agree? I I absolutely agree. I think. I think Brian Robinson's first game back might have been Carson's last. No, you know, he played one more, but it was that Thursday night game was Carson's last game. But they certainly didn't have the rushing attack at that time that they did now. Now, Antonio Gibson is out. That's going to be part of it. But I think that Brian Robinson is the focal point of that rushing attack. So I think that'll be key. I am interested. I kind of mentioned it already. He is not as mobile as Taylor Heineke. And so while I think the O-line has played a little bit better, I'm curious how much of that is due to how much Taylor Heineke can kind of get out of the way of things from time to time. Yeah. I think I think Carson will be okay. I think that he's had a long time now to figure out the uh, the offense a little bit better, which will help. That drive against the 49ers looks pretty solid, albeit in kind of a soft zone. You know, the 49ers were kind of letting clock run out, but he looked a little sharper than at any point, you know, earlier in the season. So I am excited for him, but – uh, it all comes down to this for, for Wentz and for Rivera. I think this is, you know, a season defining move. You, you, I think you kind of had to do it. Um, I know Taylor Heineke was, was, was getting the guys, you know, fired up and they wanted to play for this guy, but at the same time, he's the same guy that has turned the ball over what five times in the last three games and a couple of, couple of them, one in the giants game led to a score. One stopped you from kicking a field goal. Um, and then, you know, you were only down what seven, 10 points against the 49ers and he turned the ball over on back-to-back drives. You just, you can't have that. And so I think that ultimately was the deciding factor here. Yeah. I mean, you can't turn the ball over. You really can't. I mean, that's, that's going to be, that's going to hurt anybody. I don't care if you're Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers, like you turn the ball over. I mean, they're going to have to make a change. Um, and, and at, at this point in the season, I, I think that it, it would be uh, detrimental if you didn't make a switch. You know, we love Taylor. I love Taylor. I think he's great. I, I love the guy. Um, but it just at this point, hey, let's you gotta just try something new. And 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 really, if you think about it, I think that it makes Carson should be in a better position because he's he's been able to be in the offense. He's been able to watch the offense, and now he gets to go back out there and operate again. So he's he has more knowledge. He has more experience in the offense now, having you know being able to sit back and watch it. And people say, well, he was on the bench, but I'm telling you, the way that if you're a real pro, you're watching as if you're playing, anyways. Even if you're on the sideline, like he's still going to study the tape as if he's going to start. He's still going to be paying attention to the reads. How does Taylor read it out versus how would he read it out? You know, he's going to see some things that Taylor doesn't see, uh, and and hopefully that's something that gets a uh, you know show shows up on the field. And um, I see you got a point there. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was going to say one uh, one thing I just thought about was Jahan Dotson was not available in the last two games that Carson Wentz uh, started. So that's another weapon that Carson really didn't have towards the end of his first stint early on in the season. So if you add in an experienced, uh, a bruising Brian Robinson, not the the rookie that was taking his first couple of snaps, and you add in Dotson, who has turned into a playmaker for this team, those are two more weapons for uh, for Carson Wentz that he really you could almost say didn't have you know to start the season you know yep. you know he did he did have Dotson in the first game against the Jaguars I, I know you can you can pick at, at all that stuff but these experienced guys like I think you would you would say these guys aren't rookies anymore you know they, they well, yeah. played almost a full NFL season and these are experienced playmakers now that Wentz didn't have. That, you know the first go around that's exciting oh, yeah. to me and and could be a spark that that he needs and that this offense needs oh yeah absolutely and and speaking of Jahan number one I think he has my locker either him or Terry have my locker and when okay. I walked in there did and you I, have I was to walk like in there and rip some stuff out would you no oh, man okay. I, okay. I just right. kind of sat there and I looked at it I was like man because I had my locker here at Reed Dowdy next to me and then I used to take you to do my interviews right up on this one pole they read the locker room and I was like man I still remember some of this stuff it feels pretty good to be in here but uh, so he has a good he has some good juju going for him. But I did see another stat that no no receiver has had a streak of over 50 yards in a touchdown like Jahan has had over like the past three or four games. So the guy yeah. is playing lights out and he's he's definitely proving that you can't just you can't leave him one on one. Mm-hmm. Right. So now defenses have to pick and choose. Oh, shoot. Do I want to deal with Terry McLaurin? Do I want to let him go off or do I want to deal with this rookie? Because the rookie is still showing up and, and, and he's making some plays. And that's a really big thing. It's going to be huge uh, to help him have him be a, you know, a safe. I don't want to say safety valve. Let's say he's another option. Well, he is a clear option for, for Carson Wentz. Well, and there, there are no moral victories. Obviously, you wanted to beat the 49ers, but 49ers defense and, and the way they're humming right now, that, that was a tall task. However, one thing you can say is that all three of your top receivers scored in that game. And that's that's exciting to see that finally some of these playmakers are making plays. Now, uh, you know, can you can you get one more yard and, and make it a game? You know, th- there are a lot of things that could have gone differently. Obviously, we can nitpick and all that. But I, I liked what I saw from the offense as a whole. It, it really was the turnovers. Those, those are two huge backbreakers right there. But it was fun to see the offense – maybe for the first time, see everybody involved. And I'm excited to see if Wentz can do that. And uh, really, he's got to. If they're going to go to the playoffs, he's got to spread the ball around because you're right. You know, he has some options. He doesn't have to force feed anybody because a lot of these guys now are showing they can be reliable and can make plays all over the place. Yes, indeed. And I think, too, it sounds bad, but with AG out, I think it makes it a lot easier uh, on Scott Turner to say, well, we're going to hand it to number eight and let him pound the ball, let him you know be physical in the running game. You don't have to worry about make sure so-and-so gets so many snaps and so-and-so gets so many snaps. That's just, hey, you give it to eight. Yeah, you got, uh, I think I want to say McKissick is back there as well. So you have a couple other guys, uh, and then they, I don't know if they're going to elevate um, – they, they Patterson. brought up Patterson. Yeah, they brought yeah, okay. up Patterson. Jonathan Williams is is available. Uh, so those are your three running backs. Honestly, I, I thought the same thing, and it kind of – not that you can compare real football and fantasy football, but to me it's kind of like 
you're at the end of the season. You only have a certain of number available of guys. You don't have to overthink things. You don't have to, you know, do I get this guy more involved? Do I have to start, sit this guy? You're absolutely right. Just go feed number eight. And when they, they cheat up a little bit, hit, hit them deep to one 17 or 10, you know, it, it really does hopefully simplify things. And obviously you wish you had Antonio Gibson out there, but hopefully Scott Turner can just be like, okay, this is what I got. Let's go. Let's go beat Cleveland. Yes, indeed. I mean, I'm looking at the bet online uh, right now, and I mean, Washington's a one point favorite. I mean, they're basically saying, "Hey, home team has the favorite." Um, I mean, shoot, I like it. You know, I think yeah. I think Washington has definitely has a chance. Um, Vegas, they, Vegas, they sure are good at those daggum spreads, man. My no. goodness, that Cowboys game it was thirteen and a half, and they were sitting at fourteen points, and I was like. It's mm, wild. Vegas. They, they know I, something I don't know. They know something that we don't. And I was like, Tennessee is just taking everybody out. They went. It was a shame. They had. They say they were starting Joshua Dobbs, and then on Inst, on Instagram and everywhere, they didn't even have a picture of him in the Titans uniform yeah. to show. I was like, that's that's how crazy this thing is right now. But right. I don't know. I I expect FedEx Field to be rocking. I expect it to be exciting. Um, I expect it to be just a, a raucous you know, affair up there. I wish I would have made it to the stadium, but maybe next time, maybe next time, but I, let's just do this. Let's just roll right into it. I'm going to look let's at a couple of picks. Let's just knock these things out. We'll go quick. Okay. First and foremost, I see Carolina at Tampa Bay. Um, Carolina is a four point dog against the Buccaneers and they busted my daggum bracket. They blew the lines out. So what do you think? Yeah. You think Carolina gets that dub? Uh, I got to go with Tampa Bay, despite the fact that Tom Brady is old and can't do anything. He's top five in passing yards. I just think that he, he's going to get it done. He, he got it done in an ugly game against Arizona last week. I, mm -hmm. I don't see, you know, I'm picturing the end of the season. I don't picture anything other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the NFC South winners. And it starts right here. Uh, so give me the Buccaneers. I think they, they're, they're just fine. Yeah, I think I think you got to take Tom in these clutch situations. He'll figure out a way to make it happen. Uh, the Commanders and the Cleveland Browns. I think we both know who we're riding yeah. with. Uh, yeah. We think the Commanders can cover. We think that's they can right. win. I mean, that's going to happen. It's got to happen. So we put can it slide on past that. Put it in the universe. Yeah. Yes, got indeed. To. Jazz hands and all. Here we go. Speaking of jazz, we got the Saints taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Saints got a big win on the road against the Browns in the frigid, mm -hmm. frigid temperatures up there. Philly is a five and a half point favorite. What do you think? Well, I think I saw that at, at last I saw was Jalen Hurts was doubtful. Um, I think Gardner Minshew can still get the job done. He he slung it around, came up just short against the, the Cowboys. But I think the Eagles will be just fine. I think they lock up the NFC East. Um, if this were in New Orleans, it might be a little bit different, but I think the Eagles win this one pretty handedly. So I think they cover that five and a half. No problem, whether it's Minshew or, or Hertz. Yeah, I think Minshew's a probably probably one of the better backups to have, especially with his mentality. Like that guy, he he wants to throw that ball around and uh, he, he'll get that win. I think they can definitely win by seven or more. Uh, here we go. A couple of birds are going at it. The Cardinals are visiting the Falcons, five and a half point favorites. For your oh, your hometown Falcons, yes, your Falcons, yeah, and I just saw that DeAndre Hopkins is not playing, so the Cardinals mm. are coming in with David uh, Blau. I think is going to be their quarterback. Okay. Not even hey. Trace McSorley, um, Carrollton Creekview product David Blau. Okay, there we go, there we go. I know he he was on the Lions, and I think he was on somebody's practice squad, but he is getting the start, from what I understand, here in Atlanta. That being said. Give me Desmond Ritter getting his first career win. I think the Dirty Birds win the battle of the of the uh, the winged creatures in this one. 
Yeah, I think the Falcons will end up winning, but I mean, I gotta, I gotta give a little cheer for for David Blau. I'm, I'm sure that if you go on there, you can click on that particular game and you can pick like who's gonna score touchdowns. So I would say David Blau would at least throw a touchdown pass. That may be a bet that you want to go and look at on the bet online. Uh, here we go, a, a AFC South battle. The Jaguars play. Ho- oh, no, no, they visit Houston, Texas. I think Houston's wearing those battle red jerseys, but Jacksonville like is a those. three point favorite. Three-point favorite for Jacksonville. What do you think? Here, Here's what I think. I think that the Jaguars know that this game doesn't matter. It comes down to week 18. It's them and the Titans for the AFC South and for the playoffs. So I think they, they don't they don't mind. Not that they don't want to win a game, but I'm going to take the Texans in an upset. I think they're playing pretty well. They got the win last week against the Titans. So I'm going to take them at home more because I think the Jaguars are already looking ahead to week 18 and aren't going to put too much on the line in this one. I can I can get behind that, but I'm gonna still roll with Jacksonville. Uh, I think they'll they think they're they're playing good ball. I think they're playing good ball, and they they want to keep that momentum. Here we go, a couple of teams, uh, a, a, a NFC North matchup. Chicago visits Detroit. Detroit is a six point favorite. I the Lions have looked bad these last few weeks after looking like the darlings of the NFL for a while. But Chicago just finds ways to lose games. The six is a little interesting. I feel like it could be closer than that, but I think the Lions know that they they need to win to stay alive, and so I think they handle their business and and get the win here to to keep their playoff hopes alive. Yeah, Dan's going to have some Gatorade things flipping, and he's going to be yelling and cussing. He's got to get those guys fired up, man. I think Detroit Detroit can get this win. I think they will. Uh, Here we go. Here's another one. Miami is traveling up to New England, two-and-a-half-point dogs, Miami. I I honestly – I feel like Miami, they've kind of ran out of luck. I think that Mm -hmm. they've – you know, they've they've given you all that they can, and Tua being back in concussion protocol, even though I – they, they say he might be starting. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to go with New England in this one. I, I think it – yeah, I don't know if they said that – I don't know if they officially said Teddy Bridgewater, but I, even with – I'm with you. Tua, you know, they just couldn't get it done these last few weeks. So I'm going to go with the the uh, Patriots. This seems like the kind of game that Bill Belichick draws up the perfect game plan regardless of who he's facing. And so I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. Yes, indeed. Ooh, a huge that. number next in the huge AFC West. Huge number. Yes, indeed. There? The Chiefs, 13-point favorites against the Broncos. And they got some old drama going on over there. I'm sitting in my office. And then, I mean, Russ may be sitting in his own office. Uh, but the Broncos are 13-point dogs against and the Chiefs. Nathaniel Hackett is out after not even a full season. Just an yeah. absolute nightmare there. All that being said, they these two teams played not too long ago, and I think it was a little bit closer than everybody thought it would be, um, which makes me think the Broncos, which then knowing my record makes me think I should change my mind. 13 is so much. Give me the Broncos to cover, but the Chiefs to still win pretty handedly. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the Chiefs are going to cover. I think that they want to get a lot of points up early and often uh, and, and then be able to pull their starters and get some guys out of the way. So I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover. Let's see if that happens. Uh, here we go. Colts versus the Giants. Just Saturday's Colts are visiting Brian Dable's Giants. Five and a half point favorites for those Giants, the G-men. What do you think? The Giants are are – the Giants are where the commanders should be. Had they won that game, I still get so frustrated because then, you know, even these last few games really wouldn't have, have mattered a whole lot. I'm just – I don't want the Giants to win anymore. Um, that being said, I don't think the Colts are any sort of threat. So give me the Giants. I'm not happy about it, but give me the Giants. 
I think I got to go Giants as well, um, just just because. But here we go. Geno gets to play his old team, the Jets. Uh, the Jets are one-point favorites, so on the road against the Seahawks. I, I, I There must be some news in there that I'm missing, um, I but I'm going to take Geno. I'm going to go with Geno. All right, for the sake of difference, I'll take the Jets, even though I, I think this is one of those that Vegas knows something that we don't know. Maybe it's the Mike White effect that he'll be back. Uh, but – yeah, that's odd to me, but I'll take the Jets. I could, I could see, I really could see that going either way. So um, I'll take Green in, in that one. Already gang Green for you. Here we go, San Fran versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr is not even with the team. He uh-huh. told him to stay away from the facility, so there's no distractions. Jared Stidham gets to start. San Francisco 49ers, nine and a half point favorites. I think they can do that. I think they get that. That defense is going to be too uh, suffocating for Jared Stidham. Yeah, and they have an outside chance, I think, to move up. I think they're the three seed, and if the Vikings drop a game or two, something like that, they can move up to the two seed. You wonder if that comes into play and you know they feel like they're still playing for something. So, yeah, I think the 49ers are way better, especially against a guy uh, and Jarrett Stidham, no offense. I did see with David Blau and Jarrett Stidham starting, I think it's like the 63rd and 64th or 64th and 65th different quarterback to start in a season, the most since 1987, which was a strike-shortened season. So a lot of quarterbacks have been starting this season. Very, It's been a quarterback carousel, even uh, you know amongst teams. That is rare to see. I will say this much. That means that tells you next man up. You got to be ready for your opportunity because you never know what's going to happen for you. But you were speaking about the Vikings. They go yeah. ahead and visit the Green Bay Packers, and the Vikings are dogs in this matchup. The Packers yeah. are three-point favorites. What do you think? Packers are are hot, and I've seen some places where the Packers have better odds to win the Super Bowl than the Vikings, which is crazy to me. I'm going to ride uh, the, the Packers wave. I think that they uh, get the job done. They keep their playoff hopes alive, which – directly affects the commanders if the commanders drop one of these two games and the packers win out the packers take that spot so hopefully the vikings can get the job done but i do think aaron Rodgers gets it done at lambo i'm gonna go with the vikings just because every single time you count them out i mean they were down what 33 points and they found a way to come back like all they do is win late games i think that bites them in the in the behind in the playoffs but i think that they can get this w now but aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is definitely scary uh but go ahead and give me the vikings in that one uh here we go the battle of la yeah nobody had to leave building switch locker rooms i don't know how you do that nobody's a road team here I, i feel like they have two home locker rooms for either team but that's neither here nor there the chargers are six and a half point favorites against their uh their roommates essentially yeah. the rams i'm gonna Char- take the chargers uh chargers clinch which makes me think that they don't push too hard even though they should dominate so give me the rams to cover but the chargers to win a closer one than six and a half Fair enough. Fair enough. Here we go. The uh, ooh, this is a this is a great great rivalry. The Steelers and the Ravens. You got to say the, the Steelers and the Ravens. Two and a half point favorites for those Baltimore Ravens. I think Lamar is out again, but they're yeah. two and one without Lamar. So uh, Tyler Huntley uh, gets that start once again. What do you think? I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens as well. I think they're resting Lamar, which is smart, and hopefully have him for a solid playoff run. So. Uh, give me the Ravens in this one. Love it, love it, love it. And here we go. The Monday night affair on the January Ooh, 2nd, y'all. Em. The pick game, the Bills and the Bengals. It don't ain't no spread, y'all. Yeah. Flip a coin. Who are you picking? I am going with the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I think the Bills are out to 
to show that they still think that they're the best team in the league. And I think they put on a show and I think they, they win this one, even though it's in Cincy, even though Cincy has been red hot, give me the, give me the bills in this one. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Well, here's a go. Here's what I'm going to give you a little triple A parlay. Yeah. We'll go last one of the year, the, the, the last, last one, of, one year. of 2022, even though these games happen in 2023, <laughs> I am good. Does this mean I'm, I am a clairvoyant. I'm going to see right. uh, into the future. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take with these last couple games that we had. I'm going to take that Monday game. I'm going to say the Bengals get that W. Uh, and then I'm going to say the Ravens, they're going to do their thing. And then uh, 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 these are all home teams. I'm going to go with those L.A. Chargers. Those are going to be my three that I think they can all cover those spreads and, and get you something for this AAA parlay. So, hey, let Love me know it. how it works, see if it works out for you. Um, but I appreciate it. Brian, it's yes, been good. Sir. It's been good, everybody, everybody. Make sure y'all go to Bet Online If you're going to do those bets, run that AAA parlay, betonline.ag. That's the place to be. Use our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, get 50% welcome bonus if it's your first deposit team. And also, you can check us out on TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM, all that other fun stuff, all your streaming platforms, Stadium. I mean, you got it. We're all over there. And we have every team. If you didn't know this, we, yeah. have, at NF, we have a former NFL player, and a host on for every team in the NFL. It's the only right. streaming platform that has that. So check out those other shows as well. Uh, Brian, it's been a wonderful year. Yeah, I've enjoyed working with you, and I'll see I'll see you next year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love saying that. We'll we'll watch these games next year, see how they they turn out. But it has been a fun 2022. Looking forward to 23 and beyond. Y'all be good. Be safe on New Year's Eve, and we will talk to you and see you soon in 2023. We appreciate all of y'all listening in and watching and all that good stuff. Yes, indeed. Happy New Year, y'all. Be safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.